Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Take the left thumb and hide in my belly button and I pull it out and... Oh! Uh, hey, Thomas. Hello, Dickie. What you got there? Uh, I brought you a six-pack of Zimas. Zima. Hey, that gives me a great idea. Do you remember Grem from Dead Waves Radio? Of course I remember Grem. I know how to summon him. Put one of those Zima bottles in my butt. Excuse me? In, in your where? Put one of the Zima bottles in my butt. It's very girthy, Dickie. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get the whole bottle inside of your... Well, first of all, don't start at the neck end. Put it in there. It'll fit. Uh, I've done this before. Uh, okay. Um, do you need a count of three or just... Nope. Just go for it. Oh! If I clench real tight... Uh, I broke the glass. I need you to open up the, the cap now. Thomas, uh, I don't have my bottle opener. I Thomas, do you have a lighter? D- give me your lighter. Oh, here, take the lighter. Okay, Hurry, I'll... get it off. Okay, it, okay. Now the zima and blood that's mixed on the ground. I need you to draw a pentagram. Oh, this hurts. Do you have a Do you have a stick or something? Uh, d- this is d- just use your finger. Okay, no need to be aggressive, Dicky. I'm trying to help. I have broken glass in my butthole. Uh. Mark calling Orson. No, wait, that's wrong. Uh, Dickie calling Graham. Come in, Graham. Dickie calling Graham. Come in, Graham. Hey, hey, no. It's, it's not oh, Jack. Oh, Dickie. Hi. Yeah, it's Dickie and Thomas. Hey. Hello, Graham. Um, oh, and Thomas is here, too. Hello. Welcome to the Decojo. This is our new studios. I was listening to a recent Ooh. episode of Dead Waves, and you guys had Bigfoot on. That gave me a great idea. Can you use your demonic powers to get Bigfoot and maybe like two other cryptids? Thomas, I need you to get Connie Meef. We'll do a special episode of the Truthcast. I will go to the Kroger on Nine Mile and John on. I will retrieve Connie Meef. Grim, I don't mean to be forward or anything, but can you take that demonic dick and fuck me in the ass to cauterize these wounds? I got broken glass in there. I would, I would do that, but uh, unfortunately, I am in a relationship with Cupid, and uh, you don't look anything like him, so, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate the gesture. I really do. Can you hit play on the recorder there? We need to start the intro music to the show. Truth cast. Beginning. Transmission. Have the fun is finding my lips. It is so sensual. It's a very basic conspiracy. I promise this won't hurt at all. You laughed at me. I did. I'm sorry. Government is playing a game. They want to see if they can make people disappear. We will not be silenced. Okay. There are still so many unanswered questions about what's going on. I think it's funny that you come at me with three identifications and they're all clearly squirrels. <laughs> oh, he had sex with an owl. I had to maintain my dominance. I'm a regular Dan Rickles. Keep your hands to yourself. 
Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Truthcast that is True Revelations Uncovered Through Heroism Cast. I am Thomas Luge, and as always, I am here with my partner, Mr. Little Dicky Ricketts. I'm just really excited. Thank you for letting me do this special episode. Uh, yes, of course. It's the least I can do, Dicky. I brought you the Zemas earlier, and, and now we are going to do an episode of your choosing. And you're going to be my sidekick. Can you give me a good old uh, Ed McMahon, hey-yo? Hey-yo. Perfect. Yeah, uh, we'll play some, like, intro music for the game show, and then I should do my announcer voice, shouldn't I, Thomas? Uh, yes, you should, Dickie. Welcome to Cryptid Dating Game. We have three contestants here, all set up to meet a lovely bachelorette. You know her, you love her. She's a favorite of the show. It's Ms. Connie Meave. Hi, Connie. How are you doing? Where are we? Why is there weird hearts everywhere? They don't even look like hearts. Oh, uh, well... Paper mache globs of pink. What is this? The only art supplies I have are labels from cream corn cans. I did the best I could. You're in the new Decojo. Oh. This is a fallout shelter on Thomas's property. All right. Well, let's get on with it then. Okay. We have three gentlemen cryptids behind that curtain, and you'll get to go on a date with one of them. Only one of them? What if I pick all three? Oh, that's a good point. At least one of them. Oh, how exciting. All right. I'm excited in many ways. You are sensual. I'm ready to get sensual. Oh, I miss your voluptuous lips. Oh, honey, that's not all I have. It's voluptuous. Oh, what else? My vagina. So I guess you have lots of voluptuous lips. Yes, and my ass and titties. I have a WAP. Have you heard about WAP? It's my new favorite song. I have not heard about WAP. What is WAP? Wet ass and pussy. Because my ass is wet and so is my pussy. Now I understand what a doo-wop band is. Exactly. They're way ahead of their time. Thomas, why are you just shaking your head at this point? I'm just, I'm confused with the cultural references. Um, as you know, I've been spending my time leveling my uh, remote viewing abilities up. I've closed myself off from the intranet. Connie Meef is like a sister to me. If you can't talk about wet-ass pussies with your sister, who can you talk about it with? That's what I always say. Let's get to our bachelors. I'll get them each to introduce themselves themselves to you and then you can ask some questions of them to get to know them a little bit better they're all cryptids but i don't want to tell you which one is which bachelor number one in the water tank oh uh uh shoot uh pretend i didn't say that connie bachelor number one what's your name uh i am leonard where are you from leonard uh the sea Ooh. Ooh. An island man. Rawr. Exotic. Bachelor number two. What's your name? Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm Bigfoot. What? You're not necessarily a Bigfoot. Like, uh, you know, my name is Dickie, but I'm not a penis. I have a lot of questions. Leonard could have been the Bigfoot too. But, uh, Bachelor number three, what's your name? <laughs> my name is Charlie Mothman. And let me just say before we start, I don't know you people here at this truth show, but I meet these skeptics, and these skeptics are always trying to say that I'm a giant owl. I'm not a giant owl. I'm a Mothman. Hmm. I, I've never seen a giant owl destroy a bridge. All right, Connie, the first bachelor's a merman. So you have a merman, a Bigfoot, and a Mothman to choose from. Would you like to ask any of them questions? Well, my heart's been broken by Bigfoots before. So I don't know. I'm going to be unbiased. I'm just going to ask questions for everyone and op- open up myself to all kinds of love during oh, this game. Oh, Connie, don't you remember, though? No, I don't, because you left. 
You left me before anything <gasps> could happen. I've been searching everywhere for you. Everyone thinks I'm a lunatic. <sighs> Bigfoot, I didn't know that you were Connie's Quicken Loans, Bigfoot. Oh. Oh, my God. This game's ruined. Thomas, you know, as producer of this game show, you were supposed to get them to sign releases. Uh, you know, would have covered this kind of stuff. I, I had releases, Dickie, but I think the releases, I got them off the internet, and I believe the, the releases were actually uh, medical releases. So there were no questions of the nature that would have brought this forward. I was wondering why you had to get all up there in my balls and stuff. I was reading the steps required for the um, the release to be completed on the release itself, so uh, I apologize for any overstepping of boundaries. Overstepping? I assumed you used your hands to get up in his balls and stuff. Uh, no, I have much more sensitivity in my toes, Dickie. I-, I can detect a cancer much more easily with my big toe than I can with my index fingers. Oh, well, Thomas, I know you're not competing on the show, and you're asexual, but um, that might be appealing to Connie Meef. What size shoes do you wear? Uh, 14 and a half. That's hot. You say you have sensual oh. toes? Is that what you're saying? Uh, sensitive toes. Sensual toes. Like it. I like that. Can he be a part of the game? Thomas, why don't you sit on that fourth stool? Uh, I wasn't prepared for Dick. I'm, you know I'm trying to be celibate. I don't want to. I will. Connie is a lady. Don't assume she's going to put out on the first date just because she's going to put out on the first date. Yeah, it probably will happen. But we can do asexual stuff. What does that mean? We can do that. I'm open-minded. I will I will sit on the bench, but I, I, I will answer questions in a way that will make me lose. Connie, I don't know if you've ever met my friend before, but he's a demon. Uh, his name is Graham. Graham, do you want to compete on this too? A daemon? Well, like I said, I have, uh, I have a uh, Cupid boyfriend. Oh. But, uh... Is it serious? A polyamorous? You know, actually, we never really discussed that, so I guess it could be. <laughs> Sounds like a free agent to me, honey. <laughs> yeah, let's make it happen. Graham, go sit on Thomas's lap. Okay. Now, don't get too excited. I know I'm a hot little guy, but, you know. I think I saw him running around over there. He's a little, he's a little guy. He do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, he's a little red demon. And he likes Zima, so he's classy, too. Ooh. They put a little umbrella in it. I've only had those when I stole them from dumpsters. Well, now you have five bachelors to choose from. Oh, my goodness. How exciting. Connie Meave, while you ask the bachelors another question. All right. Let's start with something light, something fun. When I was a child, I almost drowned in the alligator pond at the Rainforest Cafe. And now I'm afraid of pennies. What traumatic event shaped who you are today? Why don't you take that, Leonard Merman? Uh, well, the most traumatic event I can remember of my time was uh, being plucked from the sea by my lips and uh, not being able to breathe for many moments as well as hearing many people screaming, my God, what is that thing? Before uh, finally being deposited back into the sea where I could once again breathe. So uh, I would invite you to join me in the sea I promise that you would, in fact, drown and join me in the darkness as a, uh, a the superior version of a merman. Sounds like a tropical vacation. Sounds great. I guess the uh, next bachelor, same question. Uh, yeah, I would say, um, well, young gentleman took a picture of me quite some time ago, and it was, it was a real nasty picture, and, uh... I killed that man, and I'll never let anyone take a picture of me like that again. Yeah, I saw that picture. I thought it was beautiful. Don't make me cry, Connie. Not again. All right. And what about you, Mr. Mothman? (sighs) I was going to my high school prom back in 1967 
when a bunch of horny skeptics who assumed that I was an owl chased me onto the bridge, and the bridge collapsed, and everybody died. I still haven't gotten over it. That's more traumatic than being in that movie with Richard Gere. All right. That sounds horrifying. Thomas, a chance for me to get to know a little bit about you, too, as Connie does. Um, the traumatic experience that stands out in my mind um, was when I was a child. I was in the front yard of our estate playing with my new puppy dog, Willoughby. I threw the ball and it went into the street and Willoughby went chasing after the ball and was run over by a car. That was not the traumatic experience. The, the traumatic experience experience was after that my father saw what happened and he came out and he consoled me and that was very traumatic because as a child I subscribed to the idea of self-soothing and he set me back immensely by showing me empathy and love boring next that explains a lot about our relationship what about you Grim? Uh, there's a lot of things I mostly when I was ripped out of hell my place of employment and living and forced to host a radio show with a bunch of idiots just two dumb idiots that don't know how to do anything I gotta do everything for them alright so next question I'm a big fan of sauerkraut cause it's an aphrodisiac what's your favorite sexy food let's go reverse order Grim. I think I know the answer and I think I have shards of glass of it up my butt Yeah. oh yeah it's definitely Zima with the side of a fried house cat like to take them outside, lay them on the sidewalk, stretch them out, let them get a little bit of sun, a little too much sun, and then they eat them up, drink a Zima afterwards. This sounds delicious. I never thought You're a regular elf. Oh, thank you. I think that means alien loves freckles, which I do. What about you, Thomas? What's your aphrodisiac? Uh, any form of candy uh, or sugar, really, oh. um, particularly Laffy Taffy's or the original now and laters before they made them soft back when they were hard. Thomas, can you take your headphones off for a second? I need to have a private uh, word sure. with absolutely everyone else. Do any of you have any Laffy Taffy? I came out last episode and uh, I've been trying to hook up with Thomas and take our relationship a step further. Do any of you have any Laffy Taffy? I think it's the only way to consummate our relationship. I have some with that. Oh, I'm sorry. You go ahead, sweetheart. Oh, I've got this wet wad in my in my fur here. Oh, my God. I was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, I'm going to get an ice cube and try to get the Laffy Taffy out of both of your furs. Uh, Actually, uh, Bigfoot fur is uh, also an aphrodisiac, so you could just eat it whole and be better. Suck on your fur? Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Can I rip a patch of that out? Would that hurt? Or Oh, yeah, no, baby. That wouldn't hurt at all. Ooh. And ah, I'm so sorry. I did not realize you were so hairy, Connie. I got to be honest with you. Natural beauty, sweetheart. Okay, I'm just going to yank your Laffy Taffy, too. Okay, I'm not as strong as Bigfoot over there, but give it a give it a tug. Might have to put your foot up on my back. Connie, this isn't Laffy Taffy, is it? Is this your WAP? No. <laughs> Connie. Ha <laughs> I never had any Laffy Taffy. Thomas, put back on your headphones. Put on your headphones, Thomas. Thomas. Head headphones. Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. On your ears. No, not I'm a little teapot. Head yeah. No, wrong way. That's on your face. That's 
Okay. Yes. There you go. Uh, did, wh- I I couldn't hear what you were saying, Dicky. What What did you? Oh, just put on your headphones. Why didn't you just signal for me to put my headphones on? What was all the charade for? Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, do your imitation of the Fonzie. Go. Hey. Hey. Up. Oh, and I popped that uh, laffy taffy and aphrodisiac Bigfoot fur in <coughs> your mouth. <coughs> that was very hairy, Dicky. What was? Uh, why was there so much hair on it? Oh, don't worry about it, sweetheart. Continuing in reverse order, Mr. Mothman, what kind of aphrodisiac gets you going? I don't really um, eat for sexual purposes. I mostly just devour small rodents uh, because they make me happy. Oh, do you prefer sewer rats over field mice or... Uh, no, whatever I, my uh, large uh, eyes detect in the darkness, I will swoop down and eat. And you're positive you're not an owl now. I mean, I know that's a rude question. Quite sure. Okay. Sir, I have I'm another not- follow-up question. I have a big rat problem. If this works out or not, I don't know how I feel about you. I'm not really getting a big vibe, but could you help me with my rap, my rat situation? If I'm ever passing through town uh, canvassing for the GOP... I can probably help you with your rat problem. All right. I have a follow-up question to that. Uh, The Stephen Piercy-led band Rat from the 80s, the hair metal band. How did you feel about them? I did meet them once in the 80s, and they kept trying to sniff my wing powder. I don't know what that was about, but I didn't like it one bit. Wink, wink, wink. I think we all sniffed a little bit of wing powder in the 80s. I'm picking up what you're laying down. What about you, Mr. Bigfoot? What kind of aphrodisiac gets you going? Or do you just self-groom? I definitely self-groom. That's that's no question. But I do partake in gas station enhancement pills. You know those little packets that you can get at the gas station that say enhance your virility? Those really work. When I take them, I just have to shit a lot. Oh. That's part of it. I just normally have to shit a lot. You shouldn't You shouldn't take these then. <laughs> oh, Thomas, have you been giving me extends? I have not been giving you extends, Dickie. I do know that these cream corn cans came from private government sites, though, so I, there's no telling oh. what is inside of them. Okay. I've been on a diet of cream corn for nine weeks now. I can just about suck my dick. You guys want to see that? No, thank you. Very confused about this whole situation, so you can do what you feel is right. You gotta follow yes, your- Yes, Dickie, we, we, are, we are separated by politicians right now, so we can't see you anyway. Do, do what makes you comfortable. So much for sharing. Mr. Merman, what's your aphrodisiac? Uh, can you repeat the question? Because I've been trying to get this uh, this plastic bottle holder, this six-pack holder, off of my top half for the last oh. ten minutes. I, there's oh. a lot of garbage in this particular uh, aquarium that you've invited me into. And only having uh, the bottom half of a man and the top half of a fish makes it very hard. There's no arms for me to actually pull this off. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll get that for you. And, uh, ooh, I can't help to notice that you have very big feet, too. Are your toes webbed? Uh, they are. There, are. there is more than one Bigfoot in this game. Oh! Oh, such competition. This is gonna be hard. I killed Mark Zuckerberg's brother. Don't forget that. We were asking about your aphrodisiacs. I'm very sorry about this, uh... 
that is no problem. Uh, we do have much ambrosia in the sea, in the darkness underneath uh, the earth. We eat many, many fish that are smaller than us in order to uh, enhance our sexual prowess. Uh, and of course, fish larger than us eventually will devour us to enhance their sexual prowess as well. It's a circle of life. Nobody told me this was going to be a horny cannibal show. The byline for the truth cast is a horny cannibal show. So Yeah, that's how they I got mean, me here. Yeah, it says it right yeah. in there. Right in the front. If you read a uh, uh, front-facing description backwards, it says, Horny Cannibal Show. What platform do you normally listen to on, Mr. Mothman? Because it's really... Uh, Stitcher doesn't show it saying a horny cannibal show. That would explain it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you listen on, like, Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio, uh, it totally says Horny Cannibal Show. I don't even know what those things are. Mothman, sweetheart, if you're uncomfortable... I get you're probably a good Christian Republican man. I'm an anarchist, so you can go ahead and head out. I don't know. What do you want? Or you want to fight for your right to uh to fuck me? I don't know. It's it's uh it's up to you, sweetheart. That was my favorite Beastie Boy song. Thank you, Mr. Mothman. Or do you want to stay in the game? Opposites attract. Uh, I think I'm going to stick around, uh, but I'm becoming increasingly uncomfortable with this whole ordeal. Why does the man with the accent keep? leering at me oh i'm i'm sorry uh i've been feeling a bit strange since dicky threw that hairball down my throat fuck for some reason i just feel very very in tune with you mothman <laughs> are you sure you want to stick around mothman I do. Yes, Nikki, I think I think the Mothman should stay. This is gonna get messy. It's already a little messy. There's a lot of blood all over there still from the Zima. Connie, ask your next question. All right. If you were a wild animal that everyone was trying to find and prove exists, what kind of animal would you be? I'm not an owl. We have Mothman's answer. Very clearly not an owl, Thomas. Did you hear him, Thomas? He's not an owl. He looks incredibly close to one. He looks incredibly close. He looks incredibly close to one. He, 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 he looks incredibly close to one. Close to one. That's racist. Grim. I would be a wolf. Because wolves are strong, and they work together in little packs. And I consider my friends, even though they're big dumb idiots, kind of like my packs. And I'm the, I'm the leader. I'm the coolest one, and I smoke cigarettes, and I do skateboard tricks. Ooh, that's hot. Thanks. Thomas, what about you? I would, of course, be a dolphin, since dolphins are the smartest of the animal kingdom. What about octopuses? I think they're smarter. I believe they're called octopussies. I don't mean to correct you, Connie. We're old friends, but they are called octopussies. I believe they are called OOPs. Oh, well, you learn something every day. What about you, Mr. Bigfoot? What kind of animal would you be? You know, that's a really good question. I think... You know what? I'd be an owl. Good answer. Mm. They're pretty cool looking. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd be an owl. Would all of you, except for Bigfoot, please take your headphones off for a moment? I need to have a private word with this contestant. Listen here, you motherfucker. Thomas is mine. I get what you're doing, but you do not hit on my Thomas. Do you hear me? Thomas is mine. You would be an owl. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. All right. Um. Change your answer. Okay. Okay. I will. I will. I got. You got it, man. You got it, man. Hey, everybody. Put back on your headphones. 
Oh, you know, I randomly thought of something, guys. I really want to change my answer. Instead of being an owl, I'd be a weasel. Hmm. Disappointing. Yeah, who wants to fuck a weasel? What about you, merman? Uh, if I could be, uh, any animal on the face of the planet, I would be an oil tycoon, the most dangerous game. Ooh, that's a smart answer. Hey, fish lives matter. Even half fish lives. Amen. Did you get that, Mothman, with your, uh, capitalist polluting of the sea? One of your kind. I'm talking about right wing. I get it, because he has wings. There are many places in this country where being half one species or race basically makes you all that species or race, Dickie. So, y- you know. I know I wasn't asked a question, but I would be an owl if I could be an animal. Connie, what's your next question? All right. I think this is my last one, unless, unless you want me to think of some more. I didn't quite prepare in such short notice. It's all going to come down to this. Before you ask the question let's get your thoughts on each bachelor which way are you leaning at this point well it's kind of hard they're not all that great really all of them are kind of kind of weird kind of smell weird uh i usually appreciate that a lot of that could be me full disclosure be me i swear piss yeah i don't know um i guess if i had to i'd probably just oh man i that ruins the whole big surprise doesn't it if i see where i'm leaning should we all take our headphones off oh yeah that that's a good why don't all you guys take off your headphones and connie and i will have a little powwow Okay. Hey, Connie. So, um, do you think Thomas and I have a, a chance? I mean, you guys have been together. It's a friend. You don't want to ruin a friendship and a partnership just for some quick fling. You think you're going to get married? I mean, we could. What would that, what, what would that even be like? Like this? Only I wouldn't have to just eat cream corn. Is that all you eat? Is that is he just feeding you cream corn? Well, I brought Zima down today, but I did put a bottle in my I butt. I don't think he's good for you. I think you can do better. You can do much better. Really? Have you looked at the little demon boy? He's a little cutie. Yeah, he's taken. He already touched your butt. He has a boyfriend. But he said they're not tied down. You could have Cupid and a little demon boy. How happy would you be? I gotta be honest, though. I don't think I could get it on with a Cupid. That would make me feel a little bit like a pedophile oh that's true that's kind of weird that he's when they want to think about it even thought that didn't even know how old cupid was i thought it was some timeless no he's a little naked baby with a bow oh, and that's arrow disgusting can you just <laughs> i know right i don't even want to talk to the weird little demon guy have you seen the news we're all we're going after the pedophiles he's canceled oh shit i'm gonna call q and right now we should get him to continue the show so that way he'll be distracted and you probably won't get a cell phone signal down here uh gentlemen put back on your headphones if you would and uh you know thomas most of these guys have never worn headphones before and they're all figuring it out and you can't Diggy. Your your hand motions are very confusing. Like you point up your nostrils sometimes, asking me to put my headphones back on. I do the roundabout where I go. Okay, my nose is here, so my ears are over here. That's how I remember where my ears are. I will try to keep that in mind. It is still very very confusing. Merman's upper half is a fish. He doesn't even have ears, and he figures out how to put on earphones. Thomas. Yes, but Merman can only see out of one eye at a time, so his view is distorted so it looks when you point at your nose it looks like you're pointing to your ears yeah and i don't mean to be rude but uh did you see how tall bigfoot's head is like if he were an owl he'd be a really fucking ugly looking owl i bet i would make a cute owl though i think so connie has one last question for you bachelors connie hit them with your last question all right the big one the big question i'm uh, um i like sex i'm a big fan of big sexy sex 
what's your favorite sex uh, position? Well, thankfully, because my bottom half is a man and my top half a fish, as a superior merman, I am capable of all your human sex positions. However, my favorite is in the water and uh, swimming upstream. Ooh, kinky. Hey, Connie, did you ever see uh, Shape of Water where Sally Hawkins gets it on with that merman? It's one of my favorite movies. Disgusting. What? That movie's fucking hot, man. I'm not that passionate about it. I think that's more you, Dickie. What about you, Mr. Mothman? What's your favorite sexual position? Uh, I only have sex in the missionary position underneath the lights of a Motel 6. Hmm. Boo. What about you, Bigfoot? Uh, I'm more of a foot guy. Does rubbing feet? My feet? Your feet? Whose feet? Our feet? Oh, that's adorable. Like together? Just mashing feets? Uh, you know, I, 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 you know, put your feet on me. That's all oh I want. Oh my God, Bigfoot, are you a virgin? No, no. Oh no, that's, that's, I have too much experience for that. No, I'm, no, I'm, I got, I did it so many times. Prove it. Show your cherry. Okay, okay, I'm doing it. I'm standing on my stool here, and I'm showing everyone my cherry right now, and it's gonna be gone. So small. I'm lifting up my sack. Oh, look at that! He has a little cherry still. No, it's, it's not. It's literally there. a cherry, like an oh. actual on a stem. I thought oh. I got rid of that before I came. Pac-Man's gonna come by and go and eat that little cherry. <laughs> Mr. Thomas, keep your hands off of my fa- my very much I, moth unfeathered body. I'm 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 sorry. It uh, it, it's uh, it was the the hairball. It it is it's confusing all of my thoughts. Thomas, I- even if you were to hook up with Mister Mothman, it would do it in the missionary style. You know you don't like it that way. Yes, but exceptions can be made for such beauty. What sexual way do you want me to take you? I mean, what's your favorite sexual position? Uh, as some of you know, uh, I am a remote viewer, and what is required of a remote viewer is abstinence. Um, so I do not partake in physical sexual uh, escapades. Uh, I- hold on a second, Thomas. <laughs> I'm abstinent. Uh, I don't have sex. Uh. Don't be rude. Yes, Dicky, don't be it's rude. It's choice. It, th- this is not judgment that I'm passing. It is my preference. I have devoted my life to the way of remote viewing, and so I must commit to abstinence. See, that's that's good and noble, and like Bigfoot, who's just a virgin on, on accident. He doesn't even want to be. He has a cherry <laughs> underneath his balls. Okay, Thomas, if you were to have sex back when you were asexual dynamo, How'd you like to get it on? If I must describe my past, uh, the way I would prefer to get it on would be me lying in a sex swing with a small adult sitting up on top of me while a larger adult is inside of me on the other end. Wow, that's complex. I think there's some kind of movement underneath my lap here. I'm not sure what it is, but I feel a little violent. Why don't you and I switch positions, Graham, and I'll sit on... Oh, okay. You can sit on the host stool, and I'll sit on Thomas's lap. And uh, you know what, Thomas? I'm going to take off my tidy whities because when you were describing that, I got a little bit of a bobo. So here, let me just sit down here and... Uh, 
Never mind the blood and the broken glass. Graham. Yes? As I sit on daddy's lap, what's your uh, favorite sexual position? Oh, well, uh, me and Cupid do this thing where we both fly up in the air and then we just fly at each other with our genitals exposed uh, at a high velocity. Uh, oh, I just got a letter. It's a cease and desist from the FBI saying something about uh, pedophilia. That's right. We got you. You're surrounded. Uh oh. You are busted. This whole thing was an elaborate sting operation. Oh no! Uh, guys, I got I gotta quit the the dating show. It's been fun. It's been. I'm so sorry, Graham. I didn't realize this was a setup. I I I'm so. We're still friends, right? You be, but uh, he's a pedophile. Get out of my sight. I'm gonna throw this. I at gotta you. leave. Someone kiss Connie on the mouth for me, cause I probably won. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, he vanished. Okay, good news, Connie. You still have four bachelors to choose from. Do I, though? You're right, do you? Who have you decided on? Who's going to get to go on a date that Thomas is going to pay for with our bachelorette? Uh, Mothman, you just hooed like an owl. Uh, Dickie, get off me. Mr. Mr. Mothman, I thought thought you said you were a moth. uh, I... I knew it. I knew it all along. I know an owl when I see one. Mothman, come back. You should go after him, Thomas. Thomas. I think he was into you. I think you're right, Connie. I will see you later. Ah! All right, Connie, you have two bastards to choose from. Bigfoot or the merman, Mr. Leonard. I know it's not much to choose from, but they both have large feet. The primary difference I've seen between the two of them is that Leonard has webbed toes. And he's slimy, which could be kind of fun. Also, I think he's not a virgin, so I'm going to go with him. Go with the fish guy. Oh. Sorry, Bigfoot. You had your chance and you ran away. She kept making eyes at you at Quick and Loans. This is on I you. Sensual eyes at you. Totally sensual eyes. I was so thirsty. I'm- I knew I made a mistake. Sure did, sweetheart. All right. Uh, well, Leonard, where are you going to take Connie out on a date? Uh, while I am uh, thrilled to have won this human competition, uh, I will not be taking Connie on a date because she is not my type. I, I only like people who are fish on the bottom and human on the top. Wow, didn't know we had a prejudice over here. Hey, Connie, since you're here, do you want to watch Harry and the Hendersons and we can both beat off again? Sure, it sounds fine. Sounds fine with me. All right. You might have to clean your asshole, though. I'm not getting near that. No, we'll sit on opposite sides of the room, kind of like we're brother and sister. You know, establish those boundaries. (laughs) Like normal. Yep. All right. Oh, and just in case this goes on Pornhub, stepbrother and sister. Uh, okay, you got to call me sis, and I call you bro. Right. That's it. Okay. Well, thank you, Bachelors, for competing. Actually, you know what? Bigfoot, why don't you join us, too? Why the hell not? Oh, I knew I'd get you. I knew I'd get you. I knew I'd get you, Connie. Oh, yeah, I knew it. We can play Ookie Cookie since there's three of us. Oh, how fun. I've never played. Oh, you're going to like this game. <laughs> uh, well, Thomas is off chasing down the Mothman. So uh, from everyone at the Truthcast, this is Little Dicky Rickett signing off. Thank you for listening to Cryptid Dating Game. Bye. Around, there was a footprint. A big footprint. So I was... Uh, that moment on, 
I started spending all the time I could spare searching for the beast. Then I spent time I couldn't spare. That's how I lost my job and my friends. So sad. Well, I didn't tell it so you could cry in your sprouts or whatever that is, darling. Thank you for listening to the Truthcast. You can send questions, topic suggestions, or comments to Thomas at TrueHeroes053 at gmail.com or to Dickie at LittleDickR at gmail.com. Please rate, please rate. I would tell you to like and subscribe to the podcast, but I've already hacked into your computers and done it for you. Connie Meath was played, as always, by the very funny Connor Mead. Follow her online on all her social medias at Connor Median. There will be a link in the show notes. Grem was played by Alex Piccolo from the Dead Waves podcast. Dead Waves Radio is also where I found Tyler Birdquist playing the sad Bigfoot. So go listen to Tyler's episode of Dead Waves Radio to find out the origins of the character. All he asked was that you support Black Lives Matter. Great guy. I can't wait until we can meet in person. And then continuing the theme of podcast crossovers, The Mothman was played by Sean Parks, a.k.a. Shawnee Constant, and The Merman was played by Chuck Bean from the Talk Horror to Me podcast. Talk Horror to Me podcast. Gotta make sure I enunciate on that one. Chuck is also the host of The One Fall Show, which is about wrestling and nerd radio, and you can follow him online. All the social medias is Nerd Radio 101. Chuck has quite a podcasting empire going on there. Sean and I are old friends. He's been to a lot of truth shows. This was way outside of his comfort zone, but I am so happy that he was part of this show. He's a guy I met through Jimmy Doom, and I just like the guy a whole bunch. So let's see. Was that everybody? Yep. Alex Piccolo, Connor Meat, Tyler Birdquist, Sean Parks, Chuck Bean, of course, Alex Bazanova is Thomas Luge and me I'm Mike Bobbitt and I play Little Dickie Ricketts thank you so much for listening to the Truthcast until next week keep being awesome